0: Welcome back to another episode of New York City of Buck Perspective, man. I am so happy to be back giving you guys this unbelievable mini series. So that book that I ended up buying is by Jay Shetty, Think Like a Monk. I saw it. Actually, I saw Psycho-Cybernetics, but of course that book had come out quite a, you know, quite a long time ago. And I'm like, well, I don't want to buy this. I know I can find the PDF online. And so I did. And then there was another one about uh, six pillars of self-esteem. And I thought that was a phenomenal one. And I'm like, dude, this is really good. Until I saw Jay Shetty's book and I knew it just came out just last year. And I'm like, you know what? Let me check it out. Because again, Jay Shetty, he is the controversial one, right? A lot of people have said that he steals other people's work. Um, and I'm like, well, the thing is, what do you mean by steal? You know, what, take their sand? Did he actually say that? Or did someone else say that? And I'm like, guys... I've said things before that other people have said. And I don't just sit there like a quote and always quote them. Fuck you, I ain't quoting dead people. And if I quote someone, they gotta give me, they gotta give me money. Oh, it's the, it's the fact that, no, no, no. Again, I'm not trying to like, you know, go up to Jay Shetty and say, yeah, yeah, Jay Shetty. No, I'm gonna support him. Da, da, da. No, I'm saying like, there are times in his videos that he says things and you can find exactly what he said online. He did that with intent, but- At the same time, he's not stealing the work. He's literally just using a sentence from them without quoting him. That's not plagiarism. That's nothing. And if you think that takes away from everything he has actually done and the whole meaning behind it, you're a pathetic soul. So, in saying that, you know, there's some things that he actually, you know, I just, I'm on about page eight right now. And this book is phenomenal. It's phenomenal. And you know what? It starts off, okay? And it starts off with this. And I'm gonna hurry up and mention this to you guys so we can go on about our business. But I wanna hurry up and read this out. This is from Charles Horton Cooley back in 1902, a sociologist. He said, I am not what I think I am, and I am not what you think I am. I am what I think you think I am. Let's let I'm gonna say that one more time. I am what I think you think I am. So to the other person, I am the person you think I am. That is the story of my life. And when I thought about that and I sat back, I said, that's the story of me living here in Thailand. I'm exactly what other people think I am, a drug dealer. That's it. Because I think... And I am what you think I am. So if they, gave those, if they gave me those dirty looks and I took it you know, to heart, that means I'm basically who they thought I was to begin with. Think about that. Let it sit. Because all these people placed those labels on me, those limited beliefs, black this, black that. And finally, after a while, I said, you know what, wait. I think this all makes sense. After hearing that, and I heard Jason Silva say that probably back in, uh, what is it, 2016. This is a long time ago, right? And I'm like, it never ringed to my ears until I actually read it out. And I said, dude, this is exactly what has happened with me here in Thailand for such a long time. And so it's all about self-image. So what happens is our identity is wrapped up in what others think of us or what we think others think of us, right? I'll give you an example. If we think someone we admire sees wealth as success, then we chase wealth to impress that person, right? If we imagine that a friend is judging our looks, we tailor our appearance in their response to bring it more specifically, he said in the book. Think about it, if someone's looking at you, And you're like, oh, he's looking at my shoes. Why do they keep looking at my shoes? Here, let me hurry up and buy some new shoes so I can fit in. See, I'm I'm thinking exactly what they think about my shoes, and they think that my shoes aren't good enough, so I should buy some new shoes to tailor their, obviously, their perception of what my shoes should look like. See what I mean, people? But I stopped living by that four years ago. Why? I don't give a shit about my shirts, my pants, or anything I have hanging in that closet anymore. And people look at my shoes, man, I wore some of the worst shoes on the planet. They were like some brown moccasins, right? And I love them, but after a while, you just really couldn't wear them anymore. And so a lot of people, you know, they were just telling me like, oh, you know, they're very old, they're very old. I'm like, well, I'm not going to buy new shoes for you. You can look at my shoes all you want. Don't give a fuck. And I'm not going to tailor my needs to what you want. But I did Before back in 2015 and 2016 when I was buying all the craziness, buying all those suits. Why, I tailored my, I tailored the limited beliefs to what people may have thought about me. I said, you know what, let me dress better, let me buy more clothes, let me buy things that actually fit me to impress them. I am exactly what you think I am. And so, I thought, you know, I wasn't looking the best. I was like, you know what, this shirt and that and this. Now I'm going to have to hurry up and switch this up. I need to get a little bit better at doing this. I need to be more intentional about this. And I can you know, tailor my knees to those people. Are you one of those people who are literally living a life right now for others? That's that's huge. I'm going to say that one more time. Are you one of those people who are living a life for others? Like, are you living a life based on what others think of you and tailoring what they believe because of them? This is the beginning of this book. There's a lot to think about because that was huge. I bought all these suits. Even with the suits, I was still a broken soul inside because I had been verbally ostracized for such a long time, even at the bullshit-ass company that I was working for for, uh, for about three years. And then after a while, man, I'm telling you, 2017, I said, man, I really don't give a fuck how I look anymore. I think one of the big, uh, the big drivers was, of course, you know, they wanted us to wear black to commemorate, you know, the late, uh, the late um, what is it, the, the late king of Thailand. And I was very, very angry because I'm like, but I am black. Why do you want me to wear black? So you're telling me to respect what's going on in this country, but you don't even respect me. Like, I took it extremely personal. Then I just said, you know what? Fuck all these people. I'm going to wear whatever I want to this location. But when I come over here, I'm going to wear this. But then after a while, I just said, dude, I'm going to wear whatever the hell I want. Even to the company that pays me double than what I got paid at any other place here in Thailand. I still, for the most part, you know, I get dressed up and stuff. But sometimes I don't come with, um, you know, a tie on and stuff. I don't care. I don't need to mix and match. I don't need to buy shoes for you. I buy shoes for me. So fuck you. I'm telling you guys, are you living by someone else's perception of you or are you living through your own lens? And in saying that, guys, stay tuned for more. Over and out.